All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Duckman TV. Got a special guest on today. Got Sean Haskins from uh, Londonderry Polo uh, Pony Club. Sorry, uh, Sean. Thanks for your time tonight. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. Really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I see a lot about the Polo Club. I drive past it every day when I head into the radio and that sort of stuff. So I've never really checked it out, but where are you guys located down on, is that Londonderry Road there that it is or? Yes, yes. So we have our beautiful grounds at 905 Londonderry Road. Uh, these grounds are very generously leased to us from Test Safe Australia. Um, and upon those grounds, we've got a beautiful open, fully grass um, riding area as well as some smaller enclosed areas for our younger beginner riders and transition riders. Um, but we also have our original clubhouse on the grounds, as well as facilities such as yards and wash bays uh, that allow our riders to um, bring their horses to our pony club events safely and uh, even stay overnight on some occasions as well. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you can stay there as well. So would they be staying there because they've got events and that or their visitors that are coming up to uh compete in events or how how does that work yeah a wide variety so uh throughout the year our club hosts a number of competitive events and in some cases uh depending on where competitors are traveling from they may uh stay overnight at the grounds uh just purely because of distance to travel um we also do uh host our grounds out so our grounds are the training squad for the Pony Club New South Wales State Manor Game Squads. Uh, so there's riders from all across New South Wales uh, come down once every month or once every two months to train with the state coach. Uh, they use our grounds and facilities there, so it's, uh, they'll be staying overnight. Um, there's also a few other local community groups such as uh, the Palomino Society, um, the Australian Saddle Pony Society, that lend our grounds out to to host uh, their own events and community shows. That's very cool. So um, it's it's massive, isn't it? The whole the whole pony network. Um, it's much bigger than just a few clubs around the traps, and it looks like you got quite a lot of members out there too. Yes, most certainly. Um, pony club in New South Wales alone has over fifteen thousand members. Um, our club here at Londonderry, uh, we are very grateful to have a great team behind us and we've uh, got very strong membership at the moment. So we're over 100 members, um, which includes everyone from our little subriders, which are two and three years old, um, up until uh, our instructors and our life members, um, some of which have been with Pony Club for decades and decades and decades. Uh, but we won't put any official numbers on there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we have a wide uh, wide variety of members and um, a lot of our members have been with our club, as I mentioned, for many, many years. Uh, parents now bring their kids and we even have grandkids of XLPC riders now coming through the ranks. Uh, so it's truly a family affair and um, a really strong membership base that we have at our club. So that is very cool. So how did you get involved in the Pony Club? Yes, uh, well, I myself have quite a strong background with horses. I've uh, grown up on a uh, boutique commercial thoroughbred stud. So um, the horses are literally quite out my window right now, <laughs> as we speak. 
Um, and my mum grew up riding and competing horses. So she was at a neighbouring club, Courage on Pony Club. And when it came for me to join Pony Club at the ripe old age of three, um, we headed to Londonderry Pony Club as our local club. And I, I turned 23 tomorrow. So the next two decades of, of history. And um, I couldn't imagine myself being anywhere else. So that makes you a veteran then at the age of 23. <laughs> yes, they uh, do, do say I've been around a little while, collecting a bit of dust on the shoulders. But <laughs> glad, glad to be a part of it and certainly many more years to come. Yeah. So what's the big differences? Like I'm not really, I like horses, I like ponies, but I don't know very much about, about them, right? So what's the big differences between horses and ponies so so i know there's a perception that ponies yeah. are just little horses right so that that's not exactly the case is it well in some cases that it actually is kind of the case um so for the most part a horse might be referred to as a horse that's over a certain height so say uh over 14 two hands high and not literal hands um the yeah. hands is a, a measure but um and ponies would be horses that are under that certain height. But um, the misconception certainly, well, unfortunately, gets tagged along with the pony club movement. Um, you don't have to ride a pony to come to pony club. You can ride a horse. Um, and it's certainly not just aimed for uh, the younger kids and younger riders. Uh, we have riders who may have only just started their journey, even in their 20s or late teens, uh, join, joining the pre club movement. It's more about uh, a base of where your life or where your journey with horses or in the equine industry uh, can begin. Yeah. So th that's really cool there. How many members do you think you have on the ground at Londonderry at the moment? Because I know you've got different packages. So I spoke about just before we started. How, how yeah. do the packages work? Yes. Uh, so at the moment, we have um, over 100 members and yep. on our rally days, which uh, we hold twice a month, uh, we can have as many as, uh, say, 40 or even 50 of our riding members attend our ground at any one time. Um, in terms of memberships, we have what we call our riding members. So those are our members who participate to ride, so they have their horses um, and they come along rally days and compete at events and represent our clubs as riding members but then we also have our non-riding members and our spectating members um, so there are parents and friends and family uh, that support our club in various different ways whether it's the canteen or on our executive committee or as instructors um, and then we have our honor roll of life members who um, are people that have served uh, time at our club for a decade or more um, and have had their, um, what they're dedicated to the club recognised with a formal life membership. Yeah. yeah. So what, what sort of events? So I know you've got equestrian and all these different sorts of events with horses. Um, we've got uh, trotting, got racing, stuff like thoroughbred, you know, galloping. Um, what sort of different things do they do? So are there differences with uh, what you do with pony events like pony club events so this is more like dressage sort of stuff and that yeah the best way that I like to describe pony club 
is it's like being a part of a soccer team or a football team or even a netball team, but for horses. Uh, Our riders get to participate in a wide range of disciplines. So, yes, they get to do the Olympic discipline, so your dressage, your jumping, your eventing. Um, But there's also a variety of disciplines that are completely unique to Pony Club. Uh, For example, an event called Formal Gymkhana, which will ask riders to compete a show riding phase, a sporting phase, and a show jumping phase is unique to Pony Club. Um, And it's something that you might see around on Facebook and so forth, all these Pony Clubs posting their Gymkhanas. Um, But Pony Club also does an education syllabus. Uh, So as riders, we work through a um, E to A scale certificate system. Um, And these certificates, we graduate progressively um, as our riding skills and our horsemanship skills develop. And again, there's a unique discipline to Pony Club called Quiz. And that has everywhere up to international opportunities for riders. Uh, which test riders on their uh, certificate learnings and skills um, in horse mastership. And that's leading to some really exciting opportunities in Pony Club uh, with that being recognised as prior learning in things such as TAFE, um, higher school certificates, and as you mentioned before, thoroughbred racing and um, industries as well, which is really exciting. That, that is very cool that you do all of that stuff as well. Um, so you, obviously there would be massive love and engagement with young children and kids and all that sort of stuff. Do, do you take the, the ponies out? Does the pony club go out and about and have open events to attract new people and um, show people what ponies do and everything, what, what the club's all about? Yes, most certainly. Uh, we're always welcoming spectators uh, to stop by on our rally days if they want to check out uh, what pony club's about. Um, at this stage in our region, unfortunately, you do need a horse to participate. Um, but Pony Club is moving forward to work with accredited riding centres to uh, allow people who might not have a horse full time to still participate in the team um, camaraderie that you receive with Pony Club. Um, but yeah, Pony Club um, is quite literally everywhere um, when, when you're looking around and you're looking hard enough for it. Uh, so, for example, we send a team of riders to the Sydney Royal Easter Show and there are Pony Club-specific classes that our riders will represent us at. Uh, we also have riders that head out to our local agricultural shows. So, Hawkesbury Show is coming up and one that all our riders are preparing for. Uh, Castle Hill Show is also um, upon us this coming weekend. Um, so, our members are out supporting our local agricultural associations as well. Uh, but also within Pony Club, uh, as I mentioned before, our riders can represent at progressive levels, which goes from our club uh, to a zone, to area, to state, yep. uh, to nationals, and ultimately international opportunities to represent Australia in Pony Club sports. Yeah. So in general, you don't you don't want real big people on the ponies there. There's not many big people that are getting on ponies, riding around and that sort of stuff. No, no. There's, Pony Club is open to everyone and it is yeah. one of the really awesome things about the equestrian sport that um, there is no limitations. There's all, you know, we, we all ride together. We're not um, divided by gender, race, uh, size or cultural differences. It's 
quite an inclusive community. Um, and yeah, not no such barriers to uh, your inclusion, um, except unfortunately for this stage, ha having a horse, having access to a horse. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've got, have you got horses and ponies or just horses? Yeah, so our riders, we have a wide mix of horses and ponies. Um, yeah. Yeah, a little, little bit of everything at our club. We have a lot of stock horses. We have a lot of thoroughbreds, uh, riding ponies, Welsh ponies, um, but they're all very cute and all very reliable horses, which are great for our members. They have a lot of fun. Yeah. So in the competitions that you have and you compete against other clubs around, do they have like a big set competition where they do different things, dressage and jumping and all that? where it's like a championship will come to uh, end the season sort of things, similar to like what you got in football and all that, or not really? Yeah, yeah, uh, similarly. Uh, so in our club, uh, at the end of the year, we hold what's called a jamboree, and that's within each zone of Pony Club. So all our zones around uh, the state will hold a jamboree, and this is like the big grand finale to the year. So... <laughs> Um, all our riders work and prepare up for this jamboree at the end of the year and all the clubs within that zone come together and all the riders and horses put their best foot forward in all sorts of disciplines. So the dressage, jumping, sporting, uh, quiz, there's a little bit of everything for everyone and um, there's often a little bit of a club wars, uh, you know, which club gets the most points and um, a few mascot challenges, a few cheer-offs, uh, all the things that make up for a great grand final. Yeah, that, that's good. It sounds like uh, there's a lot of different range of uh, stuff you can do with it and competition, which keeps it, number one, healthy and exciting and interesting and gives people opportunity to compete when, when they're doing a the sport as well. So do you get into the competition side of it as well? Yeah. Yes, most certainly. So there's always lots of competitions going around. Um, personally, I've been very blessed to represent our Pony Club on an international level um, on three occasions, which has been awesome. Um, but even for those riders that don't wish to um, compete or um, be competitive in, in their chosen discipline, our Pony Club is still a great learning passage from them as well. But Certainly the opportunities uh, for both competition and even exchanges internationally um, with our Pony Club partners um, in China, the UK, uh, Ireland, all, all over the world. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for whether you desire competition um, and whether it be striving for the Olympics or World Championships or you're just here to have a great time with your horse and have a great team of like-minded friends and um, fellow horse riders by your side. Yeah, it's, yeah, that sounds really exciting. So uh, how many people have you had friends with that grown up and come through to club? And um, is there a lot of people you can do that, forge friendships all the way through, or are the people a little bit transient, come and go a little bit in pony well, club stuff? Yeah, most certainly. Look, you get a mix um, of everything. At our club, we've got many members who have um, come right through the grades. Um, my best friends are, you know, people that I met when I was three and four years old at Pony Club and we still go to Pony Club um, and we still compete together. And um, even just not even within your club, but 
the clubs that you compete against and interact with at competitions you make friends with and you know to this day we've we've competed in beginners classes together and now we'll be out competing at national competitions together and we go wow you know how 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 have times changed but um yeah friendship and camaraderie uh, is certainly a huge aspect um a lot of horse people or equine kids especially in school and that might feel a bit on the out of because they might not do soccer because they have horses or they don't have that camaraderie yeah. in their netball team so pony club's that safe place that gives people that like-minded group of friends and yeah the friendships formed um are certainly quite lifelong with that one so have you got you've got international riders at the club now that are riding in the Australian national squad? Yes, yes. Um, over the past couple of years, we've had um, about half a dozen riders compete internationally and uh, be on Australian uh, team squads. Uh, these have been in all sorts of disciplines. We've had uh, riders in polo cross, which is an Australian-made equine sport, uh, show jumping. Uh, dressage, queers, and mounted games. So a little yep. bit of everything. Um, and yeah, those riders have done us all extremely proud overseas and on their various international adventures. Yeah. <laughs> so where's the coolest place you've travelled to with it? You said you've done international events representing the club and you represent Australia as well or just the club at international events? Um, so you do represent uh, Pony Club Australia. So, yeah. Um, yeah, at the Australian level. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for my certain events, uh, they were all across the COVID period. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I did miss out on an exchange to the UK, um, but they were still able to hold our disciplines in a virtual manner uh, for yeah. the teams and individuals that had qualified. So although we didn't get the opportunity to travel, um, we still got to get the Australian team uniform and um, be a part of the camaraderie but hopefully now things are looking a little bit more on track and um, international opportunities to uh, go on exchange are opening up again this year so um, potentially some trips to the UK uh, there's a trip that's just happened to New Zealand um, even Canada uh, is coming up as well so certainly certainly a chance to um, go abroad. It's good opportunities for you and everyone else that's involved in the club so yeah. how, how long does it normally take you to pick up right if you wanted to say today oh i want to i want to get a pony or i want to get a horse and uh, i want to start doing this this is going to be my thing going forward yeah. how long do you reckon it takes to get number one because you've got to get to know your horse like a child really and build a relationship with them and trust and all of that sort of stuff how, how does that long process take and even to get into let's say being competitive so you could do some competitions or anything like that yeah well uh, it all comes down to horse and rider um you know some it's it's like dealing with people sometimes you just click with people and you can get along really well and have really great communication and sometimes some people take a little bit longer yeah um, but um yeah i mean we watched some of our riders really come out of our come out of their shells at pony club and have moved from beginner's ring to cantering around in the open and going to competitions within, you know, six to 12 months. Um, so it really depends on, um, obviously, 
you know, having the support of knowledgeable instructors and uh, your Ponycop family around you is obviously a great help, but um, it all comes down to that communication and that bond that you can form with your horse. And yeah, if, if you put your mind to it and you're dedicated to it, um, it can take you anywhere you want to go. Yeah. Now, all the horses and ponies I've ever seen, and I've seen quite a few, um, people really look after them very, very well. They're very well groomed. Um, they're quite spoiled. If if they could come inside your house or your car, they probably would put them in there, but yeah. <laughs> due to physical size, that's probably not going to happen. Um, what's the most, hmm, trying to think of what, what's the most interesting thing you've heard of someone do with their ponies and that stuff or horses? Oh, that's, that's a very good question. I mean, there's a lot out there. Um, people people love to do, go above and beyond to take care of their horses. Um, everything can go from giving, like having massages done or taking them for swims. Um, <laughs> even we, we see lots of our riders make the um, old carrot cakes and uh, special horse treats. They're <laughs> coming out of the floats at lunchtime for the horses. Um, but, yeah, uh, honestly, the possibilities are endless. Uh, the, these kids love their horses. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if maybe a few of them have snuck into the back room of the house once or twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> especially with some of the weather events we've had over the past couple of years but um yeah these these kids and honestly for for the all of us uh the equestrians really do love their horses that they're, they're treated like family and uh for most of them uh these riders will put their horse 10 steps ahead of themselves and they'll go without to make sure their horse goes with so um yeah yeah lots lots of special treatment for sure yeah. <laughs> so how do you go about uh, training your horse we've got trainers down there can help people that are new to it and just got a horse that really felt they wanted to get a horse or a pony and have come into it we've got people that can help them there that are experienced for newcomers yeah totally uh so at pony club uh all our instructors go through the ncas uh so the national coaching accreditation scheme um, so they're all equipped with uh, the proper coaching skills and instructional materials. Um, but these uh, individuals are coming from very horse-rich experiences. So um, our instructor base at our club, um, we're very grateful for because we have a wide range of instructors from um, national coaches in Mounted Games to uh, very high-level dressage coaches. Uh, instructors that have had decades of experience in the racing industry. Um, so uh, in, in terms of instructional um, sort of uh, availability, uh, there's certainly a wide range. And on occasions, we also have the opportunity to invite instructors in to our club um, to specialise in disciplines as well. So um, having the odd Olympian come and visit or um, yeah. local instructors hmm. from around the Hawkesbury uh, is also not um, not an irregular thing. It does does happen on occasion and our kids really love and they thrive from that um, really high uh, level of instruction and education. Yeah. So do you get many people that get involved in the Pony Club and everything that have come from outside having horses? Because most of the people realistically probably 
going to have had properties, had some sort of exposure to horses or ponies in, in their time, and they sort of know what they're doing. Do you get many that come in and just go, this is something I really feel passionate about this and want to get into it, and they've come from completely no background, they've fallen in love with it? Yeah, yeah, most certainly, most certainly. Um, again, you get a mix of the people that, you know, have lived and breathed it their entire lives and their families have had long connections. Um, but we have plenty of members who, uh, you know, their, their young daughters or their young sons um, just fell in love with horses and the parents didn't know where to go or what to do. They bought the horse and went, oh, goodness, what have we got ourselves into? <laughs> um, and they've come come to Pony Club for, for that help. So um, that that's another great part of it all because it's all about that journey of learning everything from riding to how to care for them and um, just the whole encompassing that you wouldn't necessarily get just going to a competition every weekend, to say. Yeah. So I've seen ponies and horses get used in uh, things like jousting, which is a very cool thing to do. Yeah. It must be very hard to get a horse or a pony, but to even though there's a barrier in between it and they've got blinkers on and all this, it must be very hard get a horse to run at another horse or another pony because then they, they don't naturally want to do that they'll pull up and that sort of stuff how how would you go through something like that yeah that would all come down to uh, the communication and bond so that horse and rider would have um a very very strong bond and that horse would have its complete trust in its rider and the rider has its complete trust in, the, in its horse yeah um, and it's it's an incredible uh, discipline to watch, very, very thrilling. Um, but I guess it's like training anything, like training a new soccer technique or a new um, set in footy that the rider and the horse just has to spend a lot of time honing in on their craft and um, exposing the horses to the progressive levels. So adding, adding little steps on one by one and they get those... Um, amazing end results which are uh, quite a spectacle to us on the sidelines to watch yeah so what's what's the normal lifespan of a horse or a pony anyway like we've got the average lifespan was probably about 12 or 13 years that'd be about right somewhere around that range and then and they're good they can live up into their 20s can't they yeah yeah there's plenty of horses and it all comes down to uh, we know so much more about horses um, than we have before in terms of how to take care of them, how to make sure uh, they're well nourished and fed properly and um, looking after their, their health and well-being. We know so much more now. So horses are living uh, much longer than what they once did in this domestic environment. Um, so, yeah, we, we've got horses at our club that are in their 20s and they're still actively competing. and they're wow. We've got young little riders. We've got two little ponies at the moment, and um, they've both bought uh, through two different families, bought through um, all the young kids in these families, and now they're at with two young little girls who just absolutely adore their little ponies. And those ponies are um, both, both, both well aged, they're both mature, um, but they absolutely love their job and they are so well looked after and so well cared for. Um, that they just they just love being there, looking after their little riders. So, um, yeah, the the more that you take care of them, um, and the more that 
you want to give to them, um, they are most willing to give back to you for sure. Yeah. And it's really good when if you've got horses or ponies to take them out and exercise and work them every day because that, that's what they need, that sort of stimulation, don't they? Yeah, totally. It's, it's just like working with a human athlete. Some of these high-level horses um, have nutritionists and uh, will have uh, people come out for massages or chiropractic work <laughs> and they'll have training routines to follow and it, it can all get very very involved um if, if you want to go down that path certainly yeah. um but yeah just just like just like us our horses love being outside uh love being in big paddocks where they can stretch their legs and as you said uh be stimulated by their environment and practice their uh, natural instincts um so yeah a little bit of exercise uh with some kids running around whether it's jumping or uh, doing a bit of dressage uh, they certainly love, and it does them the world of good. Yeah. So, what's your aim for the future with the pole, uh, with the pony club? Sorry, what do you, what do you hope to achieve? Yeah. Well, um, I've been very blessed in my pony club journey. Um, I've certainly ticked a lot of the boxes that I had set for myself. Um, I am aiming to complete my A certificate, so that's your highest level of certificate uh, yeah. in pony club. Um, and finally getting to do a in-person exchange <laughs> would be fabulous. That, that trip to the UK still sounds pretty good in my head. Um, but honestly, it's um, sort of at that age now where we're ready to nurture the, the next generation. So, um, you know, I'm spending perhaps a bit less time riding at uh, rally days and spending a bit more time instructing and mentoring our younger riders and um, getting involved in a whole bunch of different committees and organisational opportunities throughout Pony Club, um, both at the state and national level. And um, in terms of what Londonderry has got planned, um, there's always something going on. So there's always something to keep you busy. Um, and planning, planning towards all our events this year and uh, next year we celebrate our 50th anniversary as well, which is going to be a huge milestone for our club and all of its members, uh, past and past and present. So uh, certainly, lots to look forward to and achieve. It, it is a massive achievement indeed. So uh, yeah, the club should be very happy with that. So if people just wanted to come down, they want to get involved. How how would they go about that? Yeah. Uh, so we hold our rally days every first and third Sunday of the month. Um, spectators are welcome to pop by and have a look at what we do and how our club runs. Um, that would be obviously without your horse at first. Um, but if you were interested in joining our club and you do have a horse and uh, you wanted to know a bit more about Pony Club, uh, you can reach out to us via our social media. Uh, so we're on Facebook and Instagram, just at London Dairy Pony Club. Um, but you can also reach out to us via email as well, which all those details are on our social media pages as well as on our website, which is uh, londondairyponyclub.org.au. Cool. That is very good. Uh, so uh, two more questions to go. Uh, yes. So what sort of money would you need to be uh, putting up if you were going to get involved? So you wanted to go, I haven't got a horse or a pony and I want to sort of get involved in it. What sort of outlay would you be looking at to try to get involved so you can get around and start to ride your horse and 
or pony and look after that at, at a level where it's going to be uh, a happy a happy medium for you? Yeah, well, uh, in terms of horse ownership, it's certainly something that um, you have to financially consider because it is it is quite the commitment, um, not yeah. just the outlay to get your horse in the first place, but um, all of its continued care and um, uh, feed and instructional matters and such. Um, if you're in the in the position to join Pony Club, um, there is. Um, adjoining fees obviously which range with the type of membership that you're um, committing to um, but all our membership is done on an annual basis uh, so those benefits they last you the 12 months of the pony club season um, and they provide you with insurance that covers your riding or sort of uh, horse related activities throughout your um your horse involvement um, in Pony Club too, which uh, can come in handy because horses um, obviously are a dangerous animal um, and always have to be treated with respect. Um, but yep. accidents do, do happen. But, uh, yes, there, there is a significant uh, financial um, attachment to having a horse, that's, that's for sure. But, yep. um there are options out there if you're not quite ready to jump in and buy a horse and commit. Uh, there's some great local riding schools around the Hawkesbury that offer you the opportunity to own a horse for a day or take part in some private or group lessons where you can get a feel for it and make sure that it's uh, really something that you love um, before you um, go and raid mum and dad's wallet. <laughs> It's probably a good opportunity to do that, really. That's probably the best way to do it. And just try it for a while and see see if it's something you think you can manage and just try to get used to all the responsibility that comes with it because having a horse is completely dependent on you still. So it's like having a child, and um, except an expensive child, and it starts off expensive, but it doesn't get Game Boys and Playstations and all the good stuff <laughs> that kids get. That, that's for sure. If you've got a horse, there won't be much time for um, anything else in your life. So it'll get yeah. you off the street, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what has been your most exciting or funny, funniest thing that's happened to you while you've been involved in a pony club with ponies and horses? Oh, goodness. Um, um, there's so many... So many thoughts and so many memories running through my head. Um, probably one of the coolest things that I think I've been able to do through Pony Club is um, at the Pony Club Nationals in 2019, Sydney was a host um, and they selected riders from the state to perform a musical ride, which is like a... Um, sort of like a choreographed dance to music yep. with their horses um, alongside the New South Wales Mounted Police Force. Oh, that's cool. We came in with all these New South Wales Mounted Police officers um, into the big arena at Sydney International Equestrian Centre, so where they held the Olympics. Yeah, down at Hoxton Park, yep. Yeah, yeah, and um, came in with all the Mounted Police in their full uniform and performed 
the same musical ride that they performed at the opening ceremony of the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Um, and we even had the same coach um, come and teach us the choreography and how to put your horse uh, through this choreography because there was crossovers and all these different patterns where you'd be interacting and swapping with different horses as you went past and each other. And it was a full house stadium. You had all the riders from all across Australia that have come together for this nationals. And um, we, we all had flags. We all had our pony club flags and rode in. And it, um, it was a super sentimental moment to sort of be recreating history, but also making a new history, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And the camaraderie from doing that with, uh, you know, I think there was 14 riders that were hand-selected from all over New South Wales. We made some uh, great friendships and um, it was a really, really cool uh, performance, which was probably on YouTube somewhere. But <laughs> <laughs> It would be very cool. It looks very cool when you watch all of the horses doing doing their routines and just running all the angles. That's what I mean. Like, it's funny to watch people try to um, do jousting. So I can only imagine when you've got them going, running all angles across each other and that, it's not normal for a horse to do that so pretty extraordinary that you can uh, make that event come off yeah yeah it was um very very cool something i'll I'll never forget doing (laughs) yeah sean thanks very much for your time tonight i really appreciate making time to have a chat to us uh about this and uh people will be able to catch this later on duckman tv on youtube and facebook and going to be able to see a story about this in the independent magazine in next month so in the april edition and you're going to be able to catch a replay of this interview on pulse fm later on so thank you very much for your time and uh i hope i can come out and actually check it out so does it cost money for spectators to come out and check it out not at all unless you want to grab something at the canteen completely free to stop on by yeah Absolutely, yeah. I'll come on down. I want to check this out. So if you're interested in this or thinking what ponies or horses might be up your avenue, come on down to London Dairy Pony Club and check it out. It'll be uh you'll be more than welcome. So thanks very much for your time, Shant, and I will chat to you again soon. Thank you so much, Matt. It's our absolute pleasure. Uh, absolutely. Thank you very much. <laughs>